We're back. We're back, everyone. Look at us. We're back. We're coming to the end of We're the season. We're back. End of the season. Um, Almost, and then a movie. Yeah. Which, yeah, and then a movie. Yeah, I'm excited to to watch that. Lauren, how are you doing? What's up? I am doing pretty good. Is this the first? Let's see. Not the first. Uh, this is the last episode, I guess, before Christmas, right? Because Christmas is yes. It's next week. It's next Monday. Oh my god, yes. it's Monday. I'm not done shopping, girl. <laughs> I haven't even started. <laughs> I went shopping this weekend. Um, originally, I was going to the mall, but then as I was walking, I kind of stumbled upon a well, really stumble. I knew it was there. This flea market, and I actually got a few things for gifts, okay. which was nice. But I'm like, oh, I still have to get like, like my husband a gift to get Evan a gift. Listen, I am, and he got me. He got me a gift because I know there's a, there's a box that is not wrapped, but there's a box I am not allowed to touch. I haven't touched it since it got here. Okay, I am getting. I don't know. I didn't come from like a big. We had gifts as a family, but we weren't like. My my family is very much like tell us what you want, and then like kind of gift giving. So gift giving is not like a big like production in my family, and right. I, I like, I like shopping for gifts, but I hate the timing of Christmas because it's like, ugh, I didn't think of anything. I just like giving a gift when I think of something during the year. Um, so when it comes to Christmas gift giving, I hate it. I like, because it feels, I just never know what I'm doing. Um, and I think I need to start like manifesting my family to be like, hey, let's just like, let's just do a low key gift. Let's just get, you know, like one gift this year. Like, let's just do one gift each, you know. It's <sighs> fair. And um, I don't know. I, I don't know. I think I told you, Sadiq, maybe probably a while ago, but I'm going home in like a month for my right, brother's you wedding. Are. Yes. And so this year I'm like going to be home around the holidays. It'll be like, almost a month later but we're doing gift exchanging in person so I'm like oh god we have to I really have to like really have to get something because I'm gonna be there to give people a gift and I'm just like no I don't want to do this yeah oh yeah so, I get that if anyone has any good suggestions for um older brother future sister-in-law and dad gifts um, let let your girl know, cause I'm struggling. <laughs> I'm a bad gift giver too. I I just like, but I'm also a bad receiver because I, again, like whenever I, I ever get asked like, what do you want for Christmas? I'm like, I don't know. Same. Same. What do you want for your birthday? I don't know. Cause I'm like, I don't. Okay, like not to be like I'm a baller, but when I want stuff, I just get them. Exactly. Cause usually usually when I want something, I I want it now, and I'm like, I'm exactly. getting that. Like I'm I'm gonna order it. So I don't I don't ever save things for. <laughs> my for special days same so if you ask me like oh what do you want i'm like oh like i wanted a a coat and then i got it already mm -hmm. so like you know yeah i have zero patience my problem is that i can't wait to get stuff i want to get it immediately 
And then I also want people to just know something that I'm going to like and just to give it to me, <laughs> even though I don't do that for other people. <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> to do that. Like, I'm just not, I'm not good at that. I know some people really are. I'm just never really good at that. And, but I, but that's what I expect from people when I'm like, well, I don't really know what I want for Christmas this year because I already bought myself everything. So just get me something I'll like, you know? <laughs> I mean, I'm also a big fan of like, just give me money. Like, just give me money. And I wish that, I wish that that was okay. I do too. I wish it was just like appropriate to just give me money. I'll give you money. I'll give everyone money. I don't like, like, I I don't need a whole to do, but I did get gifts for my, for my sister and my mom and my nephew. So I still have to get stuff for yeah, I got most everyone just like, you know. I feel like um, we should normalize just giving money and then like give money like the month of December and then you get to come to Christmas with gifts that you bought yourself and then you get to share each, then you get to open each other's, you open the gifts that other people bought for you, but you bought for yourself, you know? Honestly, slay. I like I that. Know. Come on, Santa. I know. Yeah. I'm just not, you know, I'm just like, I wish, you know, I wish I was good at gift giving. I'm always very jealous of people who are like, who take it so seriously and they just like knock it out of the park. I'm just not one of those people. Um, I just am. I'm just not like, I'm, I'm, I don't know what to tell you. I don't tell you. I'm just not like that. Like, so yeah. I think also, I don't know how, how, what your family's like, my family again we're we're not like big gift givers. I think I've never I've never gotten there's a gifts I remember, but there's never something that I'm like, wow, this gift. Like I've gotten gifts from other people like 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 that, but not from my family. So I think that tradition just doesn't exist in my family where it's like You know what also oh. is for me? So my family we're not big gifts like like I got gifts, yeah, but we're not really big on it either. I think it's because my love language. I know love languages are like total mm. bullshit, and we're like made up by some weird, weird evangelical Christian person. <laughs> Mine are more like, um, like I like activities that or like you know yeah, quality time or like experiences. I'm not like a gift is kind of like I don't like I don't like really want. I also hate clutter. You see my Same. office. My office looks like a mess right now. There's so much shit in here. I'm like I hate clutter. So even the idea of like getting additional stuff, I'm just like. Oh, no place to put it. Just look at me. Right. My mom. My mom got us these uh back massagers, which are really sweet. Oh. But like, Walmart accidentally sent four of them, and they fit the chair. I don't have it on my chair yet, but it like sits on the chair. Uh-huh. So she was going to get us one, and then we got four. So now we have two chair back massagers plus two others in two boxes. And I'm like, I don't have space for this. <laughs> Yeah. But I was like, you know, proud of myself because I've been working on trying to be patient with my mom more. And I was just like laughing. And just like, oh my God, like there's more. I have so many <laughs> back massagers. <laughs> back massager. <laughs> yeah. Listen, she's she's trying her best. She she knew that you were gonna want that so badly that she added it to the cart too many times, you know. I know it's fine though. That's that's <laughs> it though. 
Uh, but you know who I'd love to give a gift to? Our lovely listeners. Yes. That was smooth. That was smooth. Um, that was that was so smooth. So smooth. Um, all right. We got some lovely, lovely DMs from our listeners this week. So we want to give some shout outs. Um, our first DM was from Jessica. <clears throat> so Jessica was the listener who sent <laughs> who sent us the DM about the the um like drunk driving like demonstration school <laughs> yeah where of people course. would volunteer to die <laughs> um so of course uh, so Jessica says oh my gosh you said my name fangirl moment and Jessica says okay I didn't volunteer volunteer to be dead as I was super shy and kind of a nerd in high school. And since okay. no one, so since no one I knew was doing it, I didn't either. But the kids on in my classes who volunteered would, would go full out in makeup and black shirts and then would sit in the graveyard set up in the quad as they were chosen. <laughs> oh my God. Of course, of course. It, it was a wash day, but since the teachers knew ahead of time, nothing important was ever taught that day. Oh my God. What? A... Okay. <laughs> That's why I, I figured it had to be that way. Cause I'm like, how, like people are dying left and right. Like how am I supposed to learn about like world war one? If right. someone is dying every second. <laughs> exactly. Wow. Jessica. <laughs> uh, wow amazing i just like thank you thank you I for just that can't imagine like what are those people the people that volunteer to die figuratively um what what are they doing in life now i don't know i feel like they're probably really cool people i feel like it's in between it's either they're really cool because i they... i wanted to volunteer for it so that's why i'm i'm trying to say face I'm like oh yeah i think they're like probably like really cool people <laughs> They probably have lots of sex and do lots of oh. cool drugs with their friends. Yeah, <laughs> they definitely did it. They they did a peak in high school. They no, they were just getting no, started. That was just they were just getting started. <laughs> <laughs> um, our second DM is from Gavi, and Gavi is uh. Referring to last week, um, we were jokingly saying how there is a Buffy podcast. We were trying, we were trying to think of a Buffy podcast, and then you were saying how you had liked a Buffy podcast, but then you didn't like the host, one of the hosts, so you stopped listening. Yes. Um. So, uh, not naming any podcasts, but uh, Gabby says unsure what Buffy podcast you were listening to. But the Buffering the Vampire Slayer podcast is really fun and takes a critical look at the episodes. Highly recommend oh. if this wasn't the one that bothered you. That was not the one that bothered me. Okay. Bothered me. So thank you for suggesting one. Buffering, what is it? Buffering the podcast? Buffering the What's Vampire Slayer. Buffering Vampire Slayer. Okay, I'm actually going to follow That's it right clever. now. I've been trying to look for something new to listen to. Thank nice. you. Um, and our last DM is from Dennis, 
who sent us a DM and they said, hi, I saw this and immediately felt the, <laughs> felt the need to forward this to Lauren. And oh my gosh, it is a link to Twitter of a TikTok of this Christian couple. I would say they're like, they're very young. They look to be in like their early 20s, like very, very young. But honestly, they could be 18 as well. And it's this couple that are like advertising and getting people to come to this new Christian nightclub that they opened. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. <laughs> no, finish explaining it for people who haven't seen this, please. Okay. So it's, <laughs> it's it's like they're they're advertising how like they're like, come to our new nightclub we just opened in LA. Cause you know, us us Christians that want to turn up, you know, we don't we're not going out of clubs. We're not smoking weed. We're not drinking. So, you know, we we're not doing those worldly things. So we needed a place where we could go turn up with other Christians for Jesus. So come on. <laughs> but like they're like, listen, if I saw these people on the street, I would think that they were cool. Like I think that they seem they like very normal. Until like they open their mouth. They seem and... cool, like <laughs> Also, they just describe church. I'm like, just go to church then. Like, I don't get what, what is a nightclub that has no alcohol <laughs> that you can't smoke in or near, I guess, no hookah. There's no like, you know, trill ass, trap music, no thrown ass. Exactly. What you're describing a different place. It's like, man, I want to start a library, <laughs> but with no books and food and tables you can sit down and order food i'm like that's a restaurant like what do you mean like, you're just describing a different location like <laughs> just go there this is this is what i remember when we were talking about like how i was like sadiq i don't think there's any churches of people that smoke weed i was envisioning these type of people no, no, I was envisioning just like cool ass weird Christian hippies. Not no, these people are fucking losers. <laughs> are you fucking losers? <laughs> yeah. It's very much like um uh what am I thinking of? There is like a movement, not a movement, it, it, there's different waves of it, but there's basically this um there's a wave and uh uh there's waves of Christians that are basically like young cool people like the um uh what is it called what's that church that Justin Bieber is in um Hills oh, Hillsong something song Hillsong <laughs> Hillsong um like that like these like waves of like cool churches that like are very attractive and kind of like get young attractive people to join and it's kind of like a cool club until you're like damn this is like really not fun a, a cult <laughs> until you realize it's a cult also i don't know maybe it's more religions need to think about if you have to keep rebranding your, your religion then maybe you need to fucking stop doing it have you ever considered that if you have to keep going through brands of your of your thing then like yeah you have to go through eras like what are you taylor swift like what the fuck like that's weird like exactly <laughs> i'm saying is the message is supposed to be timeless then it should be timeless. you shouldn't have to like wrap it in something else of like oh we we can't go to a church so we'll start a nightclub like 
maybe make church fun, make church less judgmental, maybe, maybe make church something you can use to actually help people. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's like, you don't yes. have to do that much, dude. Like, okay. Also, I have a recommendation for you and listeners. Well, maybe you've already seen it. So, but I need to talk about it. Um, the, this is show, I don't know what network it's on. I have to look that up, but it's called the garden colon cult or commune or commune or cult have you heard of this Anique? no i'm not is it like a documentary series or is it like a... oh my gosh it is it is a docuseries it's it's, yes. it's it's a docuseries but like reality television Sadiq, it is a mixture of both wife swap and kid nation and it is <laughs> listener if you could have seen my face i went from like frowning on like on like wife swap and then kid nation i was like well <laughs> happy there <laughs> you like that show it listen and there's like moments of wife swap that are iconic and you're like well this is this is an interesting dynamic so it's so this like group commune like or cult however you want to call it um basically went viral on tiktok because they also had someone that was like you know like hey guys we have this cool community and like you know we do all these things we don't have any power structure we're living off grid if you guys want to come join come anytime like <laughs> so they basically had a lot of influencers from tiktok coming to visit them and making content about it. And obviously anytime that happens, the story has to get more interesting and more interesting. So people obviously. started being started being like, yo, this is a cult. This is crazy. So I think what happened is that like a production company, like re or like producers reached out to the people on this commune land and were like, hey, we want to share your side of the story. AKA we want to produce a reality television series. We want to produce a reality TV series where we can just be like, look at these freaks. Like, mm -hmm. uh -huh. <laughs> and they fell for it. <laughs> like, and so. They always do. Hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> so they're like being part of this production, but the, the kind of reality wife saw part of it is that the, each episode or kind of it kind of blends in together in later episodes like they have like several new potential members testing out the commune to see if they want to join but Ooh. it's very much like okay. I mean it's classic like the producers go over to the original house and they're gonna see the way they live and like there's a variety of people there's like preppers there's um there's kind of other kind of like neo hippie like spiritual people that just want to like vibe out with other vibing people and but basically they're like they have 10 days to to like join the commune and see if they like it and, <laughs> and, oh my god but it's like it's it's so much it's literally like wife swap and kid nation but like adults like these are adults doing it and it's a and... cult. We, you know, we really are. I was thinking about this the other day. I was having a shower thought because I just watched that Mother of God 
uh, a mother god whatever uh thing and um i was thinking that you know one, there's been a lot of like cult documentaries lately, like, like yes. a, in, in flux. And obviously a lot of that is due to like true crime wave. And like, that's just kind right. of, it's kind of in that same uh, circle. But also the fact that like new religion slash cult slash high, what is it called? High, uh, high control groups. I don't know what they call high something groups or whatever, but they're all kind of high control groups uh, correspond with like social upheaval. And like, hence why like so many grew out of like the sixties and seventies. We had like that big flux of them. They kind of they ebb and they flow. Um, and I'm like, we're due for like another like cult boom. And I think it's happening. And I think I'm very interested to see what's going to happen now that we have like TikTok and social media. Like now it's like you know you have like cults like live streaming. It's like very right. you don't have to have just been there the right. So you had mm-hmm. you don't have to be at fucking like some beach in manhattan beach <laughs> in california on april 2nd 1969 to happen to run into like some the start of a cult now it's like you just get on tiktok and like they're like hey come join and people are like okay <laughs> it's like that simple all i'm saying is that i think this is a really great time for me to try to get in on that um which i've i've, I've pitched on this podcast before but i'm like i'm gonna get in on this shit because y'all it's too easy a sucker born every day okay like it's too easy (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness well listen i'll join a cult i'm about to get me me my man my mother god was demanding chicken when she was screaming for chicken parm that was me i was like i I really related i was like yeah i love chicken parm i would also be upset if you made my quesadilla and it was garbage like i'm gonna scream at you (laughs) Uh, r.i.p mother god (laughs) r.i.p I'm so I glad you watched it. I I loved I love her. She's she's iconic. She's iconic. She's a legend. She's an icon. Um she ascended. She ascended. I definitely I believe she ascended. I think she did. Well, what uh would you like to share with us your uh your love has one um second name? Ooh, I think I would be like um they're all like very like like earthy but then also sometimes like kind of like greek mythology is it very it was kind of all over the place so were the beliefs it was really clear what they believe <laughs> what are we talking what are we talking about um i think it'd be something like i think i'd like like juniper or something like a go like a oh yes juniper like that's oh it's so cute juniper yes Aww. well Oh, I'll go along with your plants. I'll do elderflower. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> Look at us. That's like that's like slay. I like I like elderflower. <laughs> that's exactly how this how the that <laughs> that's my 5D name. <laughs> like I'm not I don't I don't live in 3D. <laughs> Listen, if I get to choose a cool name like that, I'm in. Okay, can I say like <laughs> you're gonna judge me? Was the methy father god kind of hot? Like at first glance, obviously very methy, very crazy. I was like, oh, he's kind of got to be it. Like, listen, so if he if he did not have that greasy ass low ponytail, tight ass thing in the on his head, if he and turned also, like into a, a crippling meth addiction, yeah, it is his teeth were a little bit better, yeah. um, and he had a man bun. 
oh, he would ruin my credit for sure. Right. And he's like all spiritual. I was like, no, I, I get it. Honestly, when I watched that documentary, I was like, that girl, like Mother God is like that bitch. Because she said, I just want to like get <laughs> fucked. And I just want to make you like, oh, yeah, you're God now. <laughs> like, and I just believe her. Like, <laughs> yes, before she turned blue, before her shit started to fall apart, like, you know, mm -hmm, she was getting fucked mm -hmm. every which way. And I'm like, you know what? Work. <laughs> like, Listen, it's like we I support, I support women. I would be like, okay, like I see you. Like she would come home, like, oh, this is the new father God, and me, Juniper, Juniper, five D Juniper. I would have been like, okay, oh, like, okay, oh, I see it, I see it. Like, all right. <laughs> yeah, we would be, we would be their first. Um, uh, I would say there's a there's a sprinkling of people of color in Love Has One, but we would we would there, be their first. There was like one black guy, so there's always like every cult. There's always like just one random black person. And I'm like, how y'all got there? How you got there? Like that um, like the twin flames one. There's like that one black lady, and I'm like, why are you in this? And she left because she realized like everyone here is white, and they're just trying to like prepare us up. And I don't want to fuck any people. <laughs> I'm out, and I was like, good. <laughs> we just we just have a feeling we know when to get out mm -mm. Uh, <laughs> speaking of anyway, another that cult, was a little bit of a detour the cult yeah. of degrassi yes smooth <laughs> oh we are here it's episode 17 and 18 of season eight as our last episodes i guess and then there's a movie which i don't know that you consider the finale of the season or is it like its own separate thing i have no idea um, in my mind, the movies, the Degrassi movies are not right. canon. Like, I treat them like they're just, like, some weird fantasy that just, like, happens sometimes. Like, right. Did you lose me for a second? No, yeah, I'm, I'm listening. Yeah, no, I said that, um, I don't. I don't know if the Degrassi movie, the Degrassi movie, is considered the finale or if it's these episodes, mostly because I don't really know. Like in my mind, the movies from Degrassi are not canon; they're just like a weird, like fever dream that happened. Like, I, I, for me, I'm like, I don't think this right. is real. Like I just, I don't disregard it in the plot. I usually right. skip them on rewatch. I'm like, I don't need to like watch this. But um, I'm curious to know what are your thoughts about like the Degrassi movies? Um, I agree. I think they're pretty like you're if you don't watch them like they're not like you're not missing much um in the in the storylines of something like they're not necessarily like uh plot like what is it called they're not you're not missing anything if you miss the movies um so they're kind of like right they're they're for they're for the fans right like they're but they're not necessarily storyline continuations there they are but they're not like they're not key storylines yeah like i said they're not canon it's like oh it's like sure right. that's, this happened but like has really no bearing on the plot well kind of but who cares um <laughs> so we're starting off with episode 17 up where we belong synopsis Stress is at an all-time high at Degrassi with exams approaching and course selections due for next term. Meanwhile, Mia has to make a difficult choice, her education or her modeling career. 
Also, Sav's parents want him to study engineering in college. However, Sav is more interested in pursuing a music career, but isn't sure how to get his parents to support him. And Holly J's art teacher thinks she doesn't have what it takes to make the grade. Can I ask a question? So they're, the older kids are in the 11th grade. Are they talking about like next year or maybe seniors or like next? At one point they talk about term and year mm -hmm. as if they're two different things. And I was like, is this like, it has to be the next year. Cause like, I'm pretty sure the movie takes place during the summer. But like, it also takes place in LA. So I have yes, no but, idea. Okay. It's summer every I... day over there. I was getting the feeling that it was next semester because they keep on alluding to it being winter, right? Because next episode is winter formal, I think, or the winter dance. And everyone's dressed as if it's cold outside. Yeah, but they're just, maybe they're just in Canada. Yeah, but I think, like, I was thinking, oh, it's going to be like the next semester, like the spring semester is what they're talking about. Okay, but, that's fair. But, but also, if it's next semester, I don't, it wouldn't really make sense why everything is such a big deal, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, unclear, but um, <laughs> uh, honestly, I've, I, this, the, the year markers and when, when a school year ends and when a honestly, semester ends never makes sense. So you're, you're right. So I just want, I skipped ahead. And like just to see what the next season, what the storyline is. And it ends at that that season, season nine ends with them going to summer vacation. So you're right. That, so this is the halfway. Okay. Okay. That that makes things make more and more sense. Cause I was like, wait, why are they like? I don't know. It get, I got confused. Anyway, who cares? So uh meanwhile, Mia has to make a difficult choice. Her edge. Did I read that? Yeah, I did. Okay. So cold open. Uh, mm -hmm. Mia is having a meeting with Miss Sylvay, who we've not seen in a while. Glad to see she's still working. Um, and there's also like a little bit like of a mix. It's like she's meeting with Mia, Holly J, and Sav, who are three like kind of ma big main stories this episode. Um, and Mia is uh, Holly J is ready. She's like, oh, I, this is what I'm doing. I'm taking this class. This class I have this GPA. Like Holly mm -hmm. J, girl bossing it early, right? Right. Sav is taking a bunch of prereqs for electrical engineering, but, you know, she catches that he's not really, like, that excited about it. He mentions he wants to take a music class, too. There's, like, some sort of special music master class. And she's like, oh, maybe you should consider it, you know, as something he might have to choose. But, unfortunately, it runs in with his physics class. And I heard that physics is very important to engineers. Okay? So he can't not yeah. take that. Big one. <laughs> yeah. You got to take that class. You got to take that class. <laughs> and he's like, and she's like, I got to choose between one or the other. It's like, oh, that's my dilemma. And then Mia is falling high because she's already a year behind because she had that baby. And she's modeling all the time. And they're like, hey, maybe you should consider focusing on school more right now, Mia, because you're failing. All right. Um, but in English class, Mia gets her mark back and she got 52. And it was a paper. And I'm like, damn, girl, what did you write? Or what didn't you write? Like a 52 on a paper. Like maybe I'm an asshole yeah. because I was a really good writer in school. Still am. <laughs> But like a 52 on a paper is like, you didn't like, <laughs> you didn't follow directions. Like, wait, what did you write? <laughs> I think also like my guess, <laughs> I really am curious to know, like now that I teach, 
I'm very curious to know like what my grades were, like my specific day-to-day -day grades were um, in high school, because yeah, like to get a failing grade like that, you really have to like either not do the assignment at all, like you're just talking, you're writing about something, or you like don't really write anything at all, um, or you do a completely different assignment. Like I'm so curious, because like in high school, like are they really grading that harshly? I don't think so. I feel like when I remember what the rubrics looked like in high school, a lot of it was like, so there's like the technical stuff, like, you know, can you write? Like, like can you like form a sentence? Can you have a coherent argument? Like those things, right? But then there are also like the things that like, okay, if you're writing about this topic, you have to mention this, mention this. Like they kind of have those little, you know, your teacher, kind of like the specific points they wanted it to, to you to hit. And I just feel like it was hard not to. Like, if you've got a 52, it feels like you just, like, you said, like, you just didn't do, you, like, right. I feel like, honestly, by even just writing something, you already get a C. Right. And if you had a 52, it's like, you just, like, didn't do, like, you, you didn't write anything. You didn't make any sense. They told you to write about, you know, the Scarlet Letter, and you wrote about the color purple. And it's just like, oh, that's those different books. <laughs> <laughs> about color they got color in the name maybe she got confused <laughs> but those yeah. are two different books um, but anyway um so mia goes to miss quant and she's like hey girl like can i what do i do to raise my grade and she's like um show up and do the work like what do you mean like <laughs> she's like and also miss quant is like girl i've been giving you extensions i've been giving you all these extra things already and girl you're still not doing it which, Which is, is like, worst. you can't do that. When, it's the worst. Like when teachers give you that little like, oomph, oomph, like you, like, come, mm -hmm. you, like you, they don't have to do that. Like they, you come on, you got to do it. Uh, so, but she's like, okay, girl, here's the tea. Um, we got this public speaking project is due like tomorrow, whatever. I'm going to make it worth 60% of your grade. And I'm like, that's a huge solid because yeah. Okay. It's all coming out as one thing, but it's just a speech. Like, it's not that hard. Like, that's like actually like, unless you literally have like, crippling stage fright it's like you should be able to like bring this home this was annoying because the <laughs> the way that mia got so many like because she's gotten all these like exceptions made by miss kwan prior to this episode she's getting this other exception later we're gonna see more <laughs> exceptions given to her and i'm just like mia Get get it together, okay? I hate get it together. I, Mia. Mia's just dumb. Honestly, at the end of this episode, I was like, "This girl's stupid." Like, I think, I think it's time. Stupid. It's time to get your GED, girl, and just move on. It's time to do it. I, I said, "I said, like, girl, just get the GED." Like, I think like, you're not like it's Chelsea. Come on. You're just not very bright. Go on, Chelsea. Just get the GED. Just finish the GED. It's that hard. Um, and the topic is where do you see yourself in five years? Which is such a slow pitch topic because one you guys are like 16 it's you at 21 it's not like what is your yeah. 20 year plan it's five years like right. four of those years probably college it's like you already got that covered and then like oh now post-grad it's like simple somehow exactly. mia still fumbles this shit and i'm like how oh my <sighs> she finds it mia's dumb me just do me just dumb. Um, but she's like, uh, she hasn't finished the speech yet. And I'm like, girl, like it's quick speech. So anyway, mm -hmm. in art class, 
teacher gives Blue an A because, you know, he's an artsy boy. His name's Blue, after all. And <laughs> now it's Holly J's turn. Like, my parents named me Blue for a reason. His name is like mm-hmm. Reginald, actually. He named himself Blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's Reggie. Um, so um, it's Holly J's turn. And she's like, eight hours on this shit. It looks exactly like, a, it looks like fruit. This is perfect. Right. This is A work. And the teacher's like, mm, that wasn't really the uh, assignment. Like, you're just like, kind of like your inter- artistic interpretation of the fruit. I'll give you a C. Or you could try again. But like, you didn't, you just kind of sketched it. You didn't do anything. Like, you see how Blue has like, it's a kind of mm-hmm. impressionistic. It's like, he's got stuff going on. You're just like, you just drew a fruit. <laughs> and um, Holly Day's upset. She's like, I worked hard on this. She's like, yeah, I get that. But also you didn't do the assignment. So I'll let you try again, which is also, fair also. I thought that this is so funny. So I had a few friends that were art majors in, or like art arts like type majors where you do these kind of walkthroughs these group walkthroughs where you're giving feedback on each other's work this doesn't happen in high school like the teacher's not giving you a c because you didn't interpret no this happens (laughs) in art school it's happened at art class in high school oh not in any art classes i took the ones i took we had to do like when you did like the project we had to like it was like an art show but like you had to like present it you couldn't just like turn it in it was like this is the piece and you would get like feedback from the other students I don't think the feedback would impact your grade right and I don't think <laughs> the teachers were like that hard but also my assumption is that her it, her opinion was the same as blues it's like that wasn't what I assigned you I asked right. you to do this and you just did not that which is like I mean she didn't do the assignment like Holly J didn't do the assignment it, the reality is that Holly J could have done some like really cool abstract shit she probably given her a good grade because she right. would have still been doing the inside assignment she just like didn't do it um uh, because holly j is type a and she's like um this is good and also it that's just my, like the fruit that's my impression <laughs> of it because i'm type a this is how i see things she didn't she didn't argue that she should have i know that she, she probably would have that could have worked that could have worked for her but um so she like goes to try it again. Um, we're at Peter's and they're practicing again. Google my own name is the name of the song. Oh God. I was like, what does that mean? Like, I mean, like, yeah, I know what that means, but also like, why are, why is that a song? Um, they're like, yeah, great job, guys. Sweet harmony. Um, so Sab is like, man, I want to do this forever. I love playing. I don't know why he did that accent. I love playing music. I just love it. <laughs> they're like they're like why why don't you we it's fun and they're like he's like no i have to be like an engineer and music has to be on the the back burner so you know sav is being like they're doing this stereotypical like i'm a child of an immigrant i can't have fun Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) which i'm like okay sometimes true but also like okay i'm tired of the storyline i'm like my parents are asian and so am i because they're my parents and (laughs) i have to be a doctor it's like okay like there are lots of Asian creatives too. Like let's right. let's let's let that storyline go. Um, so Holly J asks Shep for his opinion. He's like, of course, this fucking normie doesn't understand art. He's like, this one's better. And then he's like, well, teacher said this is better better one than than good. And who cares? So Mia is at this like Pac Sun photo shoot. Oh my gosh, yes, <laughs> like, very Pac Sun. Very Pac Sun. Um, and they're running late and Mia's like, oh my God, like I have to finish my homework. And the makeup artist is like, if you are my daughter, you be at home doing your homework. 
I'm like, shut up. I'm, they're paying you to do my makeup. Like, shut up. <laughs> I need your input. Um, but I'm just like, Mia, the assignment is literally to talk about yourself. It is so easy. Like, where do you see? So I'm like, you're actively have a career. Just right. say that. Like, I want to keep modeling because I'm 16. So at 21, I will still be able to be a model. This isn't gymnastics. I'm not destroying my body. I can keep <laughs> doing this. And this is why I want, I'm going to move to Paris. And I'm going to work, walk in fashion. Like, just literally make it up. Like, they're not grading you on if you actually do it. It's just like what you think you could do and what you want to do. It's very simple. Like, she's very, like, she's, I want to, like, smack her. She's so, like, annoying. I know. Um, like, Mia, come on, just like talk about yourself. Anyway, <laughs> Sab arrives at Degrassi and he overhears a music teacher playing what looks like a mandolin. I feel like this actor is supposed to be somebody because the way I the camera the leans around thing. him, I was like, should I recognize this man? <laughs> I don't. It's giving cameo, but sorry, sir, you're not that you're not famous enough for us to recognize you. So also, I only understand cameos if it's in like a 1980s sitcom and when the person enters, everyone applauds. That's the, only, that's the only way I know. Otherwise, I'm like, Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> like you know, you got you got like a what's like your favorite like cameo from like a sitcom from growing up, if you can remember any. Oh, I, I mean, I loved the cameos on Moesha, i.e., Usher. There always so many good ones. Yeah. Um. I really liked, or um, Sabria the Teenage Witch, because uh, I forget the, Sabrina, uh, sorry, Melissa Joan Hart's uh, father, I think was a big name producer that was also part of like the Disney machine, the ABC production yeah, Disney course. machine. So they always got all the like peak 90s, like Britney Spears, Boy Meets, <laughs> Boy Meets World, Backstreet Boys, Sync, like they had always had people coming in on that show. So I think probably Sabrina the Teenage Witch loved the cameos. I still remember the episode where Britney Spears came and like it was, that was really cool. But I remember that was also the time that, <laughs> that uh, Melissa Joan Hart was doing that movie, Drive Me Crazy. Yes, with the absolutely. Crazy, uh, with Adrian Grenier. Oh yes, he's my toxic fave. And he's not good, right? He's not a good person, right? Yeah, I think he's bad. Like, I don't know why, <laughs> but I, I feel like he's like he's... either just an asshole or he like did something bad. Yeah, I feel like no one from Entourage can be good. I think that's I think that's a safe bet to say. Right. Yeah. I'm you know, I'm trying to see if there's any like I'm on the Degrassi wiki to see if like they if there's like if that guy is somebody and like I'm not seeing it so he just he just like, really took the, his music teacher role too seriously <laughs> yeah like, I love uh, I used to, yeah he's just like <laughs> and I was like whoa that sounds great um yeah I love a good cameo though um one that stands out to me which is not even like a good one when they had like the the Beach Boys on like well on Full House all of the time, well maybe like one time because like John Stamos played like bongos for them like once. I don't know why. I don't know what that was about. <laughs> in Kokomo, and he's in the music video. And he's like he's always like he's like really tan and hairy, and he's like eating lots of bongos. Um, but like yeah, also the Beach Boys showed up or one of them. 
Mickey Dolan, I think, showed up on an episode of, like, Boy Meets World. It was, like, super random. I, I don't know. It was always, like, some random old-ass people would show up on a show, and I'd be like, I, I remember it not because I was like, oh, my God, I love Mickey Dolan. I'm eight. No, I think I just was like, who the fuck is that man? And, like, right. the audience would be, like, going, like, absolutely ah! screaming. Who is this? And I'm like, okay. And that's usually how I learned about these old ass people. It was like, oh, they were on episode of mm-hmm. Mickey's World, I guess. But yeah. Um, but anyway, so a guy's over there. He's like, bang, 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 bang. and um, he's like, hey, are you going to audition for the, the class? And Sad's like, oh man, I can't because I'm Asian. My parents won't let me do music because <laughs> that's my stereotype here. Yeah. Um, first gen Canadian can't do have fun. <laughs> and um, He's like, oh man, you know, you don't just have to be a rock star. Think about the music industry. It's like weird, like propaganda. <laughs> like you can be an engineer, you can be a producer, you can do a lot of different stuff. All also, of them involve you probably <laughs> taking advantage of young girls, but you can be in the music industry. <laughs> also, it's listen, you know, do do what you're gonna do and whatever makes you happy. But if you're trying to convince people that there's opportunities in the music industry, don't be a high school teacher trying. <laughs> Checkmate. That's true. It's like, but what what did you do? Because listen, when when those kids get to adulthood, they'll realize the nuance of like career and what makes you happy and like finding success in life, whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. A teenager does not see that. They see you, a loser, high school teacher that did not reach their dream. And now they're teaching I mean, high school. Holly J, Holly J reads Miss Thing. She was like, exactly. you're a failed artist and now you teach high school. I was like, damn. Um, I mean, probably true, but like, that's really rude. <laughs> yeah, like, girl, you're it. giving out C's for not interpreting the assignment correctly. Like, girl, it's art class. Like, well, I'm like, this is not Mona Lisa's <laughs> smile, okay? Like, I don't have to like, do anything okay julia roberts i'm gonna write uh, the newspaper tell me you're 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 uh, you're like a, a radical i love that movie <laughs> i love so that much. movie uh, <laughs> i love God. that movie it's so Listen, good i just watched it recently like maybe in like the past month and when i tell you i cry every fucking time but she's driving away in the taxi and they're riding their bikes <laughs> Yeah, I love Ugh. that part. I always, it always gets me when, um, I mean, Kirsten Dunst is great in everything, but I especially loved her in this because she's such a bitch and she's really oh, good at playing a bitch. So good. But I love the scene when she's like talking to Maggie Gyllenhaal. She's like, you're a whore. You fucking man. You're a whore. And then she's like, hey, that's she's talking about herself though. She's like, you want to read <laughs> <laughs> like, and like, And then Maggie Gyllenhaal just hugs her and she's like, Yes. And she like hugs her, she cries. And I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> also, raise your hand if you were like, I want to go to Wellesley one day because Mona Lisa smile. Probably. <laughs> I probably did. I probably was like, like yeah. Wellesley and Hillman College, the fictional <laughs> university from from um uh from different, different worlds. World. Yeah, that movie is so good. I love it. Um, it's so a lot of really great young talent, like that are all like very successful today. The cast is great. Oh God, so good. I love that. I love it so much. Um, oh, that scene at the wedding when Marsha Gay Harden's like drunk because like 
I think her like did her fiance die in the war or something? And she's like, you look just like him. And she's like wasted. And she's like crying. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, get her out of here. Oh, <laughs> like she's like my Bobby. And I'm like, oh my God. I think also, wasn't it found out that like her husband like left her or something? No. No, I think he died. No, it was so I don't think he died. I think the story she told was that he died, but actually I think he just like left her. I think he or he just like found some other yeah. chick and dipped. But she's like, oh, right. he died in the war. <laughs> wow, the good old days. You just say your, uh, your husband died in the war. Everyone's like, okay. Everyone's husband died in the war. So it's like, yeah, sure. Buy yeah. it. He's actually just living in like Poughkeepsie. It's <laughs> a <The> whole family. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, so he's like, yeah, you can do anything you want. And Sab, he like tunes the mandolin by ear. He's like, see, you're talented, kid. Check maybe you should try this um so mia gets to class late and we get a quick montage of all the other students doing their speech and here her dumbasses still talking about architect question mia have you ever been in a building do you even know what architect no. does no. talking about um once again i'm like screaming at the screen like mia you're literally already a model just say how you want to be a more famous more mm. successful model or you're a mom just be like, I want to be the best mom I can be. Like, I know they'll eat that shit up. Miss Kwan would be like, Oh my god, yes, girl. But here she comes, get up talking about I want to be a marine biologist because I like dolphins. Yeah, we all said that, bitch. Get this bitch off the <laughs> get this bitch off my stage. Like, get the sandman uh, out with the broom and <laughs> sleep her ass off. God. But she like leaves embarrassed, and Miss Kwan is like, Mia, yours life. And she's like, You don't know me and she leaves so everyone's like laughing at her so she goes to Isabella's dance class her mom is like so happy she's like oh my god like we have money now and she can do dance and we can give her everything that I thought I could give you um but I didn't so <laughs> I get to do me mom again. <laughs> uh... so Mia's at another shoot that night and she asks one of the girls do you recognize this young lady yes miss pretty little <laughs> little liars that's shay mitchell y'all who's canadian who's canadian look at look, the the two cw girlies out here modeling yeah i thought that shay mitchell was black she is not i thought she was mixed with black she's not apparently she's like filipino and like scottish i was like oh you know it's i i blame <laughs> the kimora lee simmons effect you know <laughs> <laughs> the blasian effect yeah, I think so. I was like, oh, I she was like, she was one of us, and she's not. And I was like, oh, I mean, that's a life her. I was like, oh, I, thought I think also because she's nice. so tanned that yeah. it almost looks melanin, you know. I mean, it is melanin. <laughs> I mean, sorry, it's literal. It's literal skin pigment. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, <laughs> no, I know what you. I was. I honestly, yeah. I know what you meant. I was just being an asshole. I was like, um, actually, no, that's help. That's helpful. That's helpful. No, no, it's true. But yeah, so she's like, Mia's like, oh my god, how do you do this? 
And she's like, girl, I dropped out. When I got scouted at 15, I said, bye school. I don't need to do this shit. She said, listen, girl, girls like us, we're fucking sexy. We don't have to go to school. That's for ugly girls. Hot girls like us, we drop out and then go back to school when we're not hot anymore. When we're like 30, okay? And she like walks away. And Mia's now, she's like, oh, maybe I should do that. I'm like, Mia, you are stupid. Why are you listening to this random girl? Like... Oh, God. but she could get her ged though honestly like, I'm like yeah I'm like yeah i mean you could or you could like you know do like a online course maybe or something to still you know yeah. also but the this fact bitch drops out <laughs> the fact that like all of this is happening like how old is isabel like fucking eight seven years old <laughs> like it was like 13 <laughs> so like why is Mia's like, should I stay in school crisis? Why is it just happening now? Like, how is she not trapped out yet? Is the question. Yeah, I feel like you haven't talked about this long, this far. Like, when she had a baby, like, you might as well mm -hmm. stick it out. Like, now you're modeling and that's the hardest thing ever. Now you're a teen mom. Right. Yeah. Like, what? Mia literally had like shit for braids. I'm sorry. Like, she's <laughs> Like, they made her really dumb in this episode for some reason. I'm like, she's not. So dumb. I don't think I've ever gotten dumb from her and i'm like those girls dumb um so she dropped out it was like that easy she's like, okay bye and they're like oh okay well um are you sure and she's like yeah and she like leaves and then peter shows up and he's like don't do this and she's like um don't worry about me and he's like oh are you doing this because of like we, bro we broke up and she's like get over yourself and i'm like true because like peter really does she broke she just she dropped out of school because of you <laughs> like i can't take it anymore because Peter Stone dumped her or, or wants to go to Africa. Like, who cares? Yeah. Um, so Holly shows up with this abstract piece that is very much like a Jackson Pollock, who also whose work also shows up in Mona Lisa Smile hey. um, as subversive. It's not art, it's splatter. She's like, what do you mean? Look up close. And it's an original. Feel it. Oh, get to feel it. Like, do you don't see all the layers of the colors? And they're all like... <laughs> like I see it I see it now and like she's a the, communist <laughs> the way that I would have just like like looked if I was in fucking mm, a Julia Roberts class at fucking Wellesley I would have just been like yeah so like the paint texture really speaks to me um and I just feel it also Honestly, the, the you would have been Go ahead. ahead of the rest because they they saw that shit and they were like what is it and i'm like it's just like it's a page like what, what like i can't you see what we see sorry go ahead <laughs> the missed opportunity of the overlap of mona lisa's smile and oppenheimer hollywood get it together you know did you see oppenheimer no but was oppenheimer smile <laughs> like Mona Lisa Mona Lisa bomb but no um su surprise I remember okay so uh I remember I hadn't seen Oppenheimer until like probably also a month ago and I had been putting it off because it's three fucking hours and yeah. I was just like I don't know I feel like it's gonna be some like weird revisionist history where America suddenly has this like this um you know what is it called um moral complex and moral dilemma of like do we drop this bomb could we change the world forever even though they weren't fucking thinking that way at the time but now there's this revisionist no. history like it did and i remember telling someone that and they're like yeah that's pretty accurate <laughs> oh is that what happens in the movie it's, it's kind of just like oh no 
I mean, yeah, it's I very mean, much. But I, but, but I don't listen. I don't, so I, don't, I haven't seen the movie. I don't know that much about this, but I feel like the guy Oppenheimer did feel like that, didn't he? Was he like I have become death destroyer? Like, I think there, there is like, didn't he? Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't know. I I don't know. I only know what the movie showed me and I don't care enough about this white man to do further research into uh-huh. <laughs> like, I want to know more, but I don't, I literally don't care. Um, but it's very much, I, I told someone that the Oppenheimer is just like this white man circle jerk of like us in history. Yeah. Like, look at this dilemma. We had such a great impact in the world. Like, Oh my God, it's just too many white men. Like literally in this movie for three hours and i don't care to spend any more time doing any research about it but there is um a plot line where it's like oh is he a communist it's the re- it's the era of the red scare and everything yeah, um right. and so i'm like oh my gosh they should have like done some overlap with Monway's a smile <laughs> missed opportunity uh, missed opportunity i don't know so i just was googling i was like i don't know enough about oppenheimer i was like i know I, I googled did oppenheimer feel bad about the bomb and then i realized the futility of even caring because like exactly. it's happened like like it doesn't really matter <clears throat> if and i think that's kind of my, what my takeaway was for and wanting to still see it is like because i've heard that argument too but i'm also like honestly it doesn't matter if he felt bad about it afterwards because it still happened also um, so like, I, I don't know how, I, what difference would that really make. <laughs> also, the the amount of like like a list, uh, it's just like pure Oscar bait. The amount of a list white men that are on this cast is ridiculous, and the fact that they have fucking Drake Bell, no, sorry, not uh, Josh Josh Peck. <laughs> sorry, not 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 Drake Bell. Josh Peck is in this movie, and I'm like. Uh, he's he's annoying as hell, and I'm just like, get the fuck out of my internet. I'm space. so glad that you just said that he's annoying because he's he he's always like his adult self, his child self. I just didn't care. I didn't mm-hmm. think about a lot. His adult self is so annoying. He's very like sometimes he's like a smug attitude, but I want to smack him. I don't know. Well, also he like refuses to like. Because he's also that like Nickelodeon child star that's like in the public eye. But he's not like he's not getting on the he's he's not talking about shit that he should be talking about, but still trying to be public and relevant. And also, he was the, I just remembered. Yeah. I just remember too, he also had Jeanette McCurdy on a show. And then like, I don't know, we'll never know what was said on the podcast, but she right. asked to not release it. And then afterwards he brought it up and he was like a dick about it and was like, Yeah, like, oh, I took it down. It's like very like okay this girl is talking about some serious like traumatic shit i think you should like relax yeah yeah like he he cares more because he lost the clout because at the time it was when the um her book had just come out so i'm sure he was annoyed because it was like i would have gotten so many streams having her on and then she was like nah and now he's like and honestly she's probably doing him a favor because he probably didn't do things correctly (laughs) like he probably was problematic um yeah but... considering his whole shtick is just like well nothing bad happened to me and it's like yeah but like Highly that doesn't mean but like also it's possible but like that doesn't like that doesn't mean like there's lots of abusers that exist who don't abuse every person they've ever seen but like that doesn't mean you should just be like but also okay my theory about josh pet do you yes. think that like 
okay i don't know i'm not gonna make accusations like what dan schneider did to him or if not maybe not but he was in a lot of his stuff and do you think that dan schneider saw like an extension of himself because he also was like kind of like a bigger mm. like funny kid i Definitely. i don't know why I, I, was, I was like i feel like there's something there and like josh peck maybe also like you know the challenge is also being like a fat kid yeah and trying to make it in hollywood probably just feels incredibly indebted to dan schneider and in, in exchange dan schneider's like keep my secret yeah uh Little i'm terrified to think of like of <laughs> josh peck's blind items but the fact that josh peck is like still so like the fact that he was in this movie okay so like sorry this is like a big tangent but uh, josh peck's character is so minor like i think he has maybe two lines he's has no no real part in this movie because there's just so many people but for some reason they his character josh peck landed the role of when they're testing the atomic bomb that he got to press the big red button and i'm like why josh peck why <laughs> like why of all people does he get to be the guy that Did like, josh peck <laughs> dropped the atomic bomb no he got to he got to press the big red button oh, the during test, testing the during uh -huh. testing but i'm just like and so my theory about him is that he's he must be doing some shady shit because he has kept his mouth shut about a lot in hollywood but he's still so public and getting these roles and I feel like he must be like, like, I don't know. I just feel like he must be kind of problematic. Cause I'm like, why the fuck does he get that role with like two speaking lines? And why the fuck is he at Oppenheimer? Like Oscar bait, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. That's like really weird. Yeah. Yeah, and it's weird. It's very, it is very strange. Like that's shocking to me that he would be in this movie. And now I'm trying to see like if anything else is like come up. Because especially because also before that, everything else he's been in has been like, like nothing like also movies. And all of a sudden like... is Oppenheimer, and it's a named character, Kenneth Bainbridge, who's a real person. Yeah, like. And, like, there's other people that I would say, like, there's, like, a guy that have, like, bigger acting roles in, in the past, like, in, in bigger movies and bigger shows that are bigger name actors than him that don't have as much screen time as Josh Peck. And isn't Josh Peck, like, isn't he, like, friends or wasn't he friends with, like, the problematic YouTuber people? Yeah, Josh Peck used to hang around with, like, the, the blog squad with, like, uh... <gasps> David Dobrik and his fucking stupid ass open mouth smile. I hate that kid. Uh, yeah. Why are you smiling your mouth wide open? What are you, a fish? Yeah. Huh. Okay. I love this like J Josh Peck like deep dive, but also we do have to like finish this episode. Yes. So yes. I, I, I'm, yes. I don't want to be like, no girl, but like, I love this. Okay. Josh Peck, like Josh. Hey, is Josh Peck evil? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> so, um, Holly J brings in this art piece uh damn we how did we get there oh Johnson Pollock Mona Lisa smile Oppenheimer smile got it so she's like um like this is good and like the teacher's like no girl you just copied from Jackson Pollock like I know who this is like at least pick a more obscure artist like this Jackson fucking Pollock like you know everyone knows who that is and then Holly's like whatever you're just a field artist if you can't do teach and she's like 
um it gets excused from class but it was mm-hmm. it was brutal it was, it was a read um at home sab is studying while his dad is listening to music because they're trying to like communicate like well maybe his dad sab's dad likes music and i'm like i think everybody does i don't think that sab's father listening to some jazz means like hey maybe he like he's like a, a swell guy i'm like everyone <laughs> listens to exactly. it like he's just a human he, he's a human person um so he brings up, uh, Sab brings up that he doesn't want to do engineering and maybe he, he's been feeling pressured to be one. And his dad's like, hey, like I used to, I used to be accordion and don't laugh. I actually was pretty good. And I used to actually want to be an accordionist. But then the thing is, you got to support your family and you can't do that with the artist's career salary. And I'm like, honestly, these days you can hardly do the engineer's career salary either way. So it's like, my little just do it. But, yeah. um, but Sab's like, no, like I... I want to do this. And his dad's like, you have to have realistic dreams, son. Like, you know, we came to this country to give a better life true, but like, we also don't want you to, you know, to struggle, which, you know, I get it. I get it. It's noble for, yeah. for it's challenging to be in that position. Like you want your kids to like succeed and be happy, but also like, you know, the world is, you got to survive on your own still. So exactly. Back at Degrassi, Sav auditions on the trumpet. I didn't know he played that, but Okay. Um, Holly J, never seen that. Holly J is still working on this project and she's like frustrated. And Blue's like, hey, there's no right or wrong answer. And it's like, okay. I guess there's like, oh, there's chemistry. And I'm like, I still don't know who this person is. Um, Mia's mom is pissed that Mia dropped out because obviously. Um, But it's a conflict because Mia like wants to support her family. And she's like, I don't feel like I'm good enough at school. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. And her mom's like, you know, I really want you to put your education first. Like, I'm so happy that the modeling has been successful for you. But like, you have to have education. Like, one day the modeling will be over. And then what will you do? You have to do something. Um, So she's, you know, makes a good point. Like, it's one thing to drop, like, just not go to college. But like, a drop out of high school is like, you are setting yourself up for a challenging road. If you're not intending to like get your GD like immediately. It's right. good. It's tough um so they're still doing the speeches back at school Chantal of course wants to be a gossip rag girly I back sorry go ahead no it's like she wants to be the black Perez Hilton the black female Perez Hilton yeah she has to be Wendy Williams like ah yes Oh, I almost said RIP and then remember she didn't die. It's, but it's not the same. You know? It's not. The culture's, culture needs Wendy Williams, even as, as toxic as she is. So Mia comes back and she's like, I want to give my speech. And uh, she re registered apparently. Miss Kwan's like, that's not fair to other students, but they're like, it's okay. We like her. She's pretty. So she goes, <laughs> she's beautiful so she goes <laughs> was like, no, like what 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 kind of grading like what what syllabus are you following miss kwan like how how is mia allowed to still pass the class i i just don't get it like by by a show of hands who wants who wants mia to give her speech okay you're good <laughs> what the Right, I would have been mad. You know, somebody in there is also struggling. They're like, "Wow, like my 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 mom died, and she did not even give me an extension on yeah. paper." Should have had a baby, Mia and I would have gotten sympathy. Boots. Yeah, here come Mia in her boots, <laughs> and now <laughs> she got knee high boots, and I don't. So I guess I don't get another shot. Oh. So 
she goes up and her speech is a non-speech. She's like, the reality is, I don't know what to do. I don't know. I, I want to keep my options open. First, I'm going to take these classes and then I'm going to do this. My life's been hard. I was a teen mom. Like she does this whole like little speech. And while she's talking, we see like Sav pleading his case to his dad. And then mm -hmm. Holly J like presents her project and she apologizes. And then Mia's like, I'm going to be a model still, but I'm just going to do it on the weekends and holidays. And she comes out to Degrassi. Everyone's like, we missed you. And they're like, it's been one day. She dropped out for one whole day. <laughs> and everyone's like, yay, she's back. Like, this is great. And then the episode ends. Wow. Shout out. <laughs> Shout out to all my baby mamas. To all the baby mamas, not mine. B A B Y M A M A. That's a bop. Damn. Yeah. Shout out to yeah, Fantasia baby, having baby. her comeback era. Yeah, I can't wait to see the color purple. I know. Um, but that was the that well that episode, not the episode. Mm -hmm. Um, are you ready for part the next part? Yes, let's get into it. Love it. So episode 18, Danger Zone. Synopsis. Blue asks Holly J to the winter dance in a very romantic way. The problem is Holly J has a thing for her coworker, Spinner. Meanwhile, KC and Claire are still tense with each other following Claire's discovery of KC's secret pass, secret dark pass. Mia begins to wonder what would have happened if Darcy had stayed at Degrassi and suspects she's only Peter's rebound girl. Oh my goodness. This episode. Um, well, first thoughts, what did you think of this episode? I could not care less. I hate <laughs> it. <laughs> I was so bored. I hated it. <laughs> and I remember thinking, like, I feel like I'm supposed to have stronger feelings about everything, but I have none. Like, I'm just like, what are y'all doing? Get the fuck over this. It was like, it was just like a, a nothing burger, but like there's all these plot points. Like first off, okay, here, here's why I hated it. One, like the Holly J and Spinner thing, like, okay, fair. Like they work together. Like she's catching feelings. Like, okay, like Spinner's cute. Um, yeah. I could I could see that dynamic. I think yeah, they have a good, the actors have a good um, chemistry. Like, mm -hmm. so I'm like, all right, okay, sure. So whatever. Then there's like this whole like shooter. And I'm just like, again, like, <laughs> who is he? Like, they're like, she's a loser from Lakehurst. And I'm like, why is Lakehurst always like trying to like call somebody? Like, Lakehurst. What happens in the water at that school? It's got lead in the water. I don't know what's going yeah, on. Yeah, definitely. So there's that. And then there's the whole like Claire Casey thing, which I do not, I do not care. Like Casey's yeah. like a bad boy, but he looks like a baby. And like, <laughs> he looks like an infant to me. So like his whole thing's like, oh yeah, you think I saw your pen? And I'm like, what? Like calm down. It's a lot of things happening that I'm like, I don't really care about. And also- we're relitigating Peter and Mia, and I'm like, I thought that we like. Yeah. I don't care. I just don't care. I don't care. It's, Honestly, I'm ready for the next season because I know we're gonna same. get the coin, the the coin siblings. And I'm like, yes, come on, let's get let's in bring here. It. I want to see some mess. It's still, it's still giving. It's so boring. I hated this episode. Yeah, and I feel like they're it. Degrassi is trying to tell us, and that that's rare stakes. for Degrassi. Where I'm just like, I'm fully bored. And I feel like it's crazy because they're they're giving us so much but it feels very performative like they're giving us all these things but we don't care like we don't care about these plot lines and these interactions and these pairings at all 
So. Right. Yeah. <sighs> I just like, it's, it's a, one of those rare cases where I truly am like, just not, I'm not invested. And I feel like usually I am, but unfortunately yes. I am not. Also, um, I just need Sneak and the listener to know, I just looked at my computer. It is three degrees Fahrenheit outside at the moment. Wait, what did you say? It's what? It's three degrees Fahrenheit outside at the moment. Oh my God. Don't go outside. <laughs> it's three degrees. Like, <laughs> oh my God. I'm Do you have die. to be anywhere? Uh, Yeah, I have to go somewhere today. And I'm, I I don't even I, think I could function. Yeah, I simply would not. <sighs> it's fine. I'll survive. If I don't come back, if I don't come back, um, do me a favor and never watch this episode again. Oh, you got <laughs> it. I will not. So we get our cold open. Blue is giving some sort of performative art assignment that he had to do in art class and he's doing this like it's a video presentation where he's asking someone to the dance and then we see that the photo that comes up next is a photo of holly J, <laughs> and he's asking her to the winter dance my favorite part of this scene is where there's a, a picture of her standing with her hand out <laughs> and blue goes up to like the projection <laughs> on the wall and he he sticks his <laughs> hand out and it looks like they're holding each other's hand like in a shadow puppet way and i just can't <laughs> i would have died it was so cringy also what about holly j says she would want like a public like promposal like holly j is not yeah. like she wants you to ask but like maybe with like uh, some flowers and like maybe some chocolate but like not in front of everyone and that was like pantomime this. <laughs> this like the way that again the way that the synopsis like in a romantic way and i'm like this is not romantic this is awkward psychotic holly j like <laughs> holly j like, should have eviscerated she would have eviscerated him but you know she's like you know now they're like um they're, she's doing a rebrand now so now she's like kind of nicer Mm -hmm. this is okay this is one of those things that Degrassi is trying to do this trope of like ooh bad girl popular chick that you know like has great confidence and doesn't give a fuck and then there's this sensitive artistic like quiet guy that like sees her for more than that and sees to her true self One Tree Hill does this much better with Lucas and Peyton like mm -hmm. they in their chemistry is is really really good holly j and blue i don't i feel like they don't have great chemistry together the actors no blue literally like okay so for, first off like yeah i agree it's like that common trope it's very popular like rom-coms like she's a high-powered like magazine editor and he's a musician and they're and she's like, you don't have a, you don't have a real job. And he's like, but you, you have too much job. And then they try, and then they fall in love. So, right. <laughs> but like, it's exactly that. And um, they have no chemistry. I think a lot of it is, um, I'm sorry to the actor who plays Bleu, but he is not giving her anything. I think that Charlotte, Ar Charlotte Arnold, that's a hard, it's like Arnold Palmer. It's, it's hard for me to say, to say yeah. those types of letters, like ours together is too much. Um. But Charlotte Arnold, I feel like, is a very talented 
actress. Um, I think she's got a lot. Like she's got a lot. Like she's she's good. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in all their scenes together, I feel like she's giving and he's not giving back. Right. I can feel like the actor's Same. not like. And I don't know maybe because he thinks he has to be brooding. That means like, doesn't mean we gotta give. You gotta give us something. Like you know, that would be like. Mm. And he's not doing it. And I think that's, that kills the the chemistry. And then, like... Same. Also, who he's been presented to be up until this point, I also have a hard to believe he would even do that presentation. Same. Like, yeah, he's, like, artsy. But he seems like he's supposed to be kind of kind of cool. Like, he's, like, artsy and kind of, like, ooh, he's, like, kind of a loner. I could imagine being, like, oh, yes, look at me do my little prop rose on my hand. <laughs> oh, God. It's just... You know, it's rough. It's it's a rough one. It's so rough. Um, but after class, Holly J's like, mm, "Sorry, hun, I can't go to the dance with you. Um, I uh, oh, I have to work. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it is." And uh, as she's leaving, Shantae, Miss Gossip herself, is like, "Oh my gosh, like how are you gonna how are you gonna turn down that guy?" Like. And this is when um, uh, Holly J admits that she's interested in someone else. And Shantae's like, <laughs> Shantae's, in this episode especially, I mean, most episodes, she's very much that that spunky Black girl that's just like, girl, snap a Z formation. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know? It's like, girl, <laughs> it, he must be the hottest guy. What if, if you not go to blue? It's like, who, who is this girl? Like, oh my God. Like, I hate it because Shantae is Black and I always root for her. I know. Black. But she is so annoying. This character is so annoying. I know. And she's so annoying. I hate it. Like, I want her to be like, they don't give her a lot to work with. So that's the thing. Like, I think the, the actor is doing her best. But they don't, they just give her like, okay, you know, they're like, okay, we want her a little bit more like, you know, a little more sassy, you know, like, you know, like kind of like sassy. Wiggle your Can neck you a little sassy? bit. Sassy. <laughs> <laughs> like this. Uh, yeah. Um, Holly J is leaving school and she runs into Jane and um, she's asking, you know, what are you up to this week or t tonight? And Holly J finds out that Jane won't be at the Dotless Spinner. So it's just going to be Spinner at the dot by himself. So she plots a plan that she's going to head thrilled. there. She was thrilled. Yeah. Um, uh, meanwhile, Casey and Claire are in the media immersion room and things are still tense between the two of them because of Claire's conservative views and Casey's criminal record. <laughs> and... Um, Oh, and then also the way that Claire reacted to hearing about Casey's background. Um, and Connor is upset. He's like, listen, on Thursdays, we always play Risk together. And now you guys are ruining it. You're ruining my board game fun. Okay. <laughs> this is my yes. Thursday night plans. I know. Like, you know, like, he, like Connor, he, you know, he loves, he loves a routine. He loves yeah. to keep things as they are, but also like, like I do too. I'm like, this is like when I do my thing, this, this is when I do this activity. And when someone exactly. like disrupts that, it's very frustrating. Like Saturday, Sunday night is when I watch the Gilded Age. Like that's what I'm going to be doing tonight. And yeah. like, if you're stopping me from doing it, it's like, okay, so you want me to kill myself? Like, I don't get like, what are you? <laughs> oh my God, do you watch that show? 
Yes, I haven't watched the last few episodes though, but Okay. yes, I do. I mean, honestly, I do watch you miss, the new you miss, episodes. you miss nothing. Cause as you know, that show literally like, it's such a nothing burger, but I love it. I watched it this weekend and it ended and I was like, well, every plot point that was built up was just like, well, we solved it. But by magic, it's just like, okay. And we still give nothing to Peggy and her family. <laughs> Just crumbs. yeah, most interesting. Okay, can I spoil it a little bit for you? <laughs> No. No, I'll let you watch. I'll let you catch uh, okay. up. Okay, Yeah, because I'll just I'm... say Okay. something major happens to a character and you're like, oh shit. And by the next episode, they're like, oh, it's fine. It's figured out. We just, like, day is ex machina. Like, oh, it's fine. We figured it. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> that was an ex like the first really exciting thing happens. I'm like, oh shit, what's it going to mean for this person and like everyone? And then it's like, oh yeah, no. And then like this, like, it was like easily resolved, like within like a minute. Damn it. Well, And I'm like, why would you? Julian Fellows is like so annoying. <laughs> I hate him. But I will be watching season three. but I will be watching. <laughs> but I will be tuning in. <laughs> Yes. like every every week I watch a show, I'm like, oh, I fake fucking hate this show. I'll be watching next week. <laughs> I do. I'm so You gonna angry catch me every in week. front of that TV? Just saying. Uh, Pretty bad. yeah. I feel that. Um. But yes, Connor, Connor is that, is, is, Connor is us. Connor is us watching The Gilded Age. Um, in the hallway, He's like, this is my night. so, yeah, he's like, this is my night, you guys, come on. Um, we're in the hallway and, uh, there's a group getting ready and decorating the dance, the dance decorating committee, um, They're getting ready for the winter dance. And Peter is apologizing to Mia. Um, he's still not over it. And he's kind of like, you know, like saying like, oh, you know, like I'm really realizing what what I feel about you. And, you know, I'm realizing that like I, you, you here in front of me, you're the one I'm with. I should love the one I'm with. <laughs> he's not moving away from Remember, that. <laughs> remember, he's like, remember when I said that last week and you cried? <laughs> Yeah. I'm saying it again. But me, we can kind of see that Mia's kind of working her way towards forgiving <laughs> him. She's she's almost giving in, we can kind of tell. yeah, she's like, you know, I, I dropped out of school for a day last week. So I'm, I'm really trying to like reevaluating my like stuff. I'm like, I'm really like trying not to take things for granted anymore. Cause like being a high school dropout for that one day, really put a lot of things in perspective for me. Exactly. Um, back in the media immersion room, Connor, uh, puts together a plot plan and he's like going to convince Casey that he should still come over to play risk. Um, and he promises Casey that, Ka that Claire won't be there. So Casey's like, all right, I'll join. And while this is all happening, there is a another similar light skinned, Uh, girl also in the media immersion room talking about oh I kind of like risk too Connor's ignoring her but we're kind of setting up the scene that these two Can I yeah go crack ahead up when she was like, you know, I like risk. He's like, yeah, of course you do. It's a great game. And it keeps talking. I was like, the lie delivery that was so funny though. That was like, honestly, one highlight of the whole episode was like that uh, Connor's delivery of that line had me dying. I was like, oh, bitch. Like, <laughs> he did not pick that up at all. I thought it was hilarious. He's right. Risk is a great game. It is. <laughs> that, that was fun. listen, people sleep on it.
Yeah, risk is cool. Um, we get to the dot, and Holly J is there. She's been hanging out, and she's actually not scheduled to work at all. Um, but she decides that she's going to hang out there and actually help out. Um, and this is going to be her seducing spinner kind of plot. Um, and she decides, she's like, listen, I might as well wait some tables while I'm here. And they have like a, again, they have, they have good chemistry together. They get along well. Um, and I, I wrote down this kind of thing of like, I don't really care about this plot line, but the fact that Holly J like starts crushing after Spinner is so accurate to like everyone's had like a crush on someone like they're kind of like, I don't know. Am I in love with them? Like mm -hmm. <laughs> you you're I around this... have a crush on you, but I just like, uh -huh. uh -huh. and you're like, we have really nice banter back together, but you're not really sure. Like, what the feeling is yet but you're like but i'm obsessed with this person and i want to like spend time with them <laughs> yeah and we've we've all been there um we've all been there i think especially when you're like one of those like work environments too yes like, when you're young you're like working someplace it's very easy to be like oh like yes huh. i think or are we just, are we just around each other a lot so now i think i like you yes i feel like the last time this happened i was probably i think when i first moved to china i had this happen because yeah it's a very like young feeling i don't i have it i there's no one i work with i only work with men now and there's lots of cool attractive people but i never i don't do that anymore where i'm like ooh, we talk we have a banter do i love them but i used to do that when i first was like young and kind of in the in the workforce, I remember when I worked at summer camp, it was the same thing. Like I always had to like mm. attach feelings to someone. Um, yeah, no, I get that. I think it definitely is like a hallmark of being young too. Yes. Like, you know, you get older, you realize like, no, I think like that's just, yeah, you are fond of this person, but I don't know if you like really like love them. I think you right. just like, you like them. It's okay. Right. Um, they are both closing up the dot when a former Lakehurst student comes in. And did you and this actor who plays the Lakehurst student is Patrick from the show Shits Creek. Did you ever watch Shits Creek? Sorry, I, I regret to inform you. I did watch Shits Creek and I did not like it. Oh my god. It's and fine. I've 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 feared the moment you would bring it up again because I'm like I cannot tell Lauren she loves it I just couldn't get into it I don't know it's not for me I think I don't know when I got into it I think I was watching Shit's Creek I think at a time <laughs> it came into my life at a certain time um at a time I think I remember I was home and <laughs> I think I must have been stuck outside of China so either pre COVID stuck outside of China which is when we first started the podcast or 2020 when I was stuck outside of China. And I think at that time it was like, I was in my own shit's Creek, you know, like, and so I think it like spoke to me and I really liked it. I remember binge watching it um, in a time and I really just, I, I loved it at that time, but I think I can understand how it's not for everybody. It also reminds me of, um, like the office 
like I think if I like you know the office or like that kind of like comedy it's like so uncomfortable that it it's so awkward and cringe that it makes you uncomfortable watching it kind of thing yeah yeah I think Shit's Creek could be that way as well yeah um, I don't know I can't put my finger on what it was I didn't like about it I just didn't like I and it's not like yeah it's not like I hate it or I or I watched it and was like I don't know how anyone could like this show I'm like no I see I like it's funny but, I, but per, me personally I just couldn't get into it but I know what you, you mean. Um, and that's that's just fine. We allow for open opinions here on this podcast. Yes. Um, unless it's the wrong opinion. In which case, no, to the gulag. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but Patrick is uh, listen, okay. So Patrick from Shit's Creek is is the actor. Don't care to know his name, but <laughs> He is like supposed to be this almost looks like he is he maybe on the streets, is he on drugs? He's wiping his nose, he's kind of tweaking a little bit. Um, it's unclear what is wrong with him. Um, but he's not well. He's very disgruntled. Mm. So he's um, playing himself, the same character here, kind of like well, I don't because he came in there, he came in there with the intention to rob them, right? Or was it just like was I he actually just I, I wanted a burger just wanted and a bur- he got mad. <laughs> I think he just wanted a burger. Okay, thank you. I would like, you know, I've seen this episode before, so I admit I kind of half watched it because like, I am bored. But yeah. I was like, wait, did he just have a gun and he just got mad at Holly J? Or like, did he did he even ask them to open the register? He no, it wasn't until because okay, so the thing was is that he asked for a burger and Hollywood Jay was like, No, we're closed. Like we're closed. Yeah. yeah. And then he's like, he's like, just he wouldn't let it go. And then she was like, I know who you fucking are, you fucking loser from Lakers. Like she gets up to him and starts reading him <laughs> the way that Holly Jay loves to do. And then he gets out his gun, which listen, gun violence is never the answer. Any sort of aggression like this is never the answer. But also, if you had a gun in your pocket and fucking Holly J is talking to you like that, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would gun to your gun to your head. Holly J, you start talking <laughs> shit. Do you shoot her or not? I mean, this is again. This is why. This is why gun. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I have I have my own opinions about guns, but like this is why just having a gun laying around is problematic because if you suddenly just get like up in arms about something, you can literally take out your arm. Like, yeah, you're, you're... you can get armed and fucking. No, I get that. Like, I also don't love guns, but there have been moments in my life where I'm like, if I had a gun, <laughs> no, I don't think I would. I don't think I really have it. I mean, but I would I would pistol whip them probably. Like, I wouldn't shoot them. I would hit you with it right. make it think exactly. about what you just did yeah i was watching um so i've been listening to the do we know them podcast with like jesse smiles and um uh, the other one no really morrison but they call her the other one because they always forget her name <laughs> um but she like um they as i was watching old episodes because um i started the podcast a while ago but i just kind of like been listening to like old stuff and their whole things they just talk about like internet stuff mm-hmm. like things that happen they see on tiktok and shit and it's it's very funny um right now they're in this feud with this like weird lawyer named janet and i'm actually scared to say her name because she might try to copyright strike us for some reason um but anyway so 
there's like an old episode they did where I don't know if you saw this on TikTok, but there was this like guy, he was black, and that is important to the story. Um, he would like do these pranks, but his pranks were like stealing people's like pets. Like he's still like a dog, oh, an old God. lady, or like one of them. Um, he would just like go to the person's house. He just walked in someone's house and they called the cops on him. He got arrested. And I'm like, you're lucky in the UK. I'm like, you would have been shot. Like one, just because you're a black man, but also like people have are strapped here. Like they would shoot yeah. you. And, I, and honestly, like I don't like guns, but I was also like, I don't know if I had a gun and like some guy just like walked into my house. I do not know his intention. Like I might right. be inclined to be like, let me get, let me get strapped. Cause like, what the fuck? And um, I don't know why I said that, but like, yeah. Also say it's like, yeah, this guy, um has a gun and he was like i'm gonna use it <laughs> right <Holly> J. <laughs> right holly j was a smart ass but still a tbd if he really did this he got there to really rob that or it's just a consequence of her being an asshole <laughs> exactly exactly um but <laughs> uh while they're at gunpoint holly j and spinner there's a knock at the door and it's blue Blue has showed up at her job to to see how she's doing and to, you know, like, are you going to tell me that there's really nothing between us? Yeah. <laughs> Holly J. While she's at- you pulled that shit and you I, I, and I got the ick when you went like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was it was the shadow hand holding for me, but um, that's just me. Um, yeah. And but she's like, she's like, listen. It's not me, it's you. But then while she's doing that, she's writing in the window, like, gun. Smart kind girl. Of signal. Very smart. We love her. Smart girl. I mean, you know, Holly J, she said, I'm taking all these classes. I'm going, into, I'm going to McGill. McGill is a nice school. It's a very, very fancy school. That's the Harvard of the North. I'm like, smart girl. Exactly. That's my girl. <laughs> um, uh, but she, she says goodbye and closes the door and blue leaves Um, to go get the police um we're at connor's basement aka the hoe window basement oh how the tables have turned no more finger really banging nerdy. this is really nerdy though it's thursday night risk <laughs> yeah it's risk it went from like just like slutted up to like lovely risk come on it's uh, the night <laughs> um but he's pulling a parent trap and both Casey and Claire have arrived surprised to see each other. And then uh, they're even more surprised when Connor locks them in the basement. <laughs> I'm like, yo, this is scary. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I actually love that they're like, Connor, I'm like, oh, Connor, like, you know, he's not great with social stuff. So I'm like, he watched the parent trap. Oh, yeah. Like, I've got an idea. He's like, I'm going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> That'll like, work out oh, great. <laughs> and it did so exactly exactly wrong um at the dot the intruder is about to leave holly jane spinner are kind of like listen like it's all good uh the cops are arriving um and he kind of hears the sirens and then spinner and holly jay are like don't worry you can leave out the back we won't tell anyone and the gunman is about to leave <laughs> And Spinner opens the door and clumsy ass Spinner knocks over a lamp because he's nervous. Who would it be? Um, but yeah. when the knock when the when the lamp is knocked over, the gunman is startled and shoots in that direction and shoots Spinner in the shoulder. <laughs> Why did I write down 
Spinner finally got the payback for Jimmy. <laughs> Revenge. That's what he gets. That was that was the, was, that was the ghost of Rick. He's like, listen, it was karma. Okay, the wrong one died. He's like, shot. Well, he didn't die with it. I want to get shot. Uh, listen, okay. Degrassi Stratt tells this is a serious episode, but this is us. Okay, we can't. <laughs> I really wish that it was like. <laughs> So after he shoots him, and you ever see her like old, old, like, um, do you remember the episode of, um, uh, Full House when, <laughs> when Michelle falls off the horse and she has like amnesia, right? Yes. So yes like there's like you know, a really cheap graphic where like, it's just the other Olsen twin is like uh -huh. talking to her, but before she, there's not talking, it's like, like oh like, no like the other also turns up and they're, they're like i knew da, 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 da. and like okay it's time to have your memory back because now i'm here and then it kind of like it, it kind of like superimposed on her and it's like really cheap like graphics to be like the 90s it's like I'm, it's me it's one me again yes. Yes. i wish that that had happened but it was a reverse and it was like rick's like ghost comes out of the shooter to play it's me because like the episode's so boring i wish that had happened it would have been fun for me yes so I'm sorry. I just like it's so dumb. I just, it was fun. No, I also was realizing. Oh, okay. So we we have this quick scene. Um, while this is happening, we're at Peter's apartment. He and Sav are playing, I believe, rock band or something. And Sav yeah. gets a call that there's a bunch of cops at the dot, and so they rush over because nothing else is nothing better is happening. So Anya, Anya and Mia were supposed to be going to like going there oh i think I he mentioned sav was like oh anya they, they'd gone i think shopping they'd gone shopping for the dance and they're just a go there right. after so so was like our girls and they're like oh, we gotta go <laughs> it went running <laughs> again it's like we don't care about these couples but okay um no, me no care do not care uh so we jump back to the dot and there's a full-on hostage situation going on. And I forgot that like every show needed a hostage situation. Like I was thinking about the amount of times that like li literally every show ever, like to the extent like every teen drama, I believe, has at least one hostage situation or gun or gunman situation that turns into a hostage one. Um there every procedural crime drama has at least a few hostage situations and or uh kidnappings. Um and it's it's a lot because it's always the same. It's like um like a yeah, gunman literally sorry the golden girls yeah. had an episode i was like i vaguely remember <laughs> and it's a christmas episode where they're supposed yeah. to be going back to it's twas a nightmare before christmas and they get held up by gunpoint by like a santa claus guy dressed as santa i was like wait Damn. i know you watch this yeah <laughs> like it's always the same where it's like a gunman like again tweaking like but like tweaking on the on the craziness of the situation and or tweaking or has some sort of unspecific mental diagnosis um but is always like having one the gun in one hand and then like 
like shaking their head, be like, oh my gosh, what have I done? And like peeking through the blinds and <laughs> Yeah, they're always like, oh, oh, oh man. And like you know, because you, you have to have the whole scene you have to talk them down. Like, you don't have to do this. We can be I you let me go. We won't tell anybody. They're like, you have to do it. He's like, oh man. And he's like going back and forth. He's like, I just wanted to get a couple bucks, man. Why'd you have to why just want a that burger? <laughs> But no, it really is always like that kind of like, you know, he's like, and then of course that's gonna get, he got accidentally shot. I mean, that happened Fresh Prince when Will gets shot. Because the guy, because yes. Carlton makes a quick, he just like, calls him stupid and he shoots him. Oh my God. Like, Carl, no. And he gets shot and he's like, oh, oh. man. <laughs> listen, I don't, listen, this is something that I haven't really put put a lot of thought into yet but the amount of like repeated gun hostage situation stuff that we see on tv and the amount of real life like threat of this actually happening and the the fact that that's just like normalized is like terrifying i know <laughs> like we're laughing about it but it's like oh i guess like was just the the media we watched as children it's like oh yeah they get held hostage it's real but life it's <laughs> And also, this was like during a crime wave of like the '90s too. It was like the crime was bad, so we're like, I was like, okay, is that just gonna happen? Like, sure. If I think about it too much, about how like, because you know, like a lot of times, like it's like, oh, these very special episode tropes are like, ah, that stuff never really happens that way, and it's like, well, uh, <laughs> Reverend Camden on Seventh Heaven gets shot. By the kid yes. who like, was like I'm bringing a he, like over like that uh, Simon's girlfriend's ex boyfriend and they're like eleven and he's like I'm gonna shoot you and he does. <laughs> Listen, all when the time. I when I tell you like if you were to ask me Lauren what's what are the scariest episodes that you remember as a child two of them the episode where Reverend Cameron gets shot and is oh, sorry held at gunpoint for a while and then shot and everyone's wondering where Dad is. But you as the audience know where he is. He's shot. And then second, the Scream episode of Boy Meets World, the Halloween episode. I love that episode. That episode's so fun. It was too scary for me. I understand. Um, (laughs) Welcome to John Adams High, where you are gonna die. (laughs) Death is on the menu tonight. I still remember the song. I loved it. I really thought that they were going to die. So that's why it was so scary to me. I did the Charleston in that song. <laughs> oh, love it. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So um, again, the trope, the gunman is freaking out. Holly J is trying to talk him down. Um, and she's like, listen, you know, we have a lot in common. And he's like, no, we don't. You're Holly J. You're rich. You have everything. Miss, Miss uh, Spirit Squad. And Holly J is like, listen, I'm just like you. I had everything taken from me. And again, very shortly, I'm like, and then you got it back immediately, Holly. And she's like, I was in the same position. I didn't have to like, like, listen, people used to think I was a horrible bitch because I was, but like then everyone was really mean to me and I was sad. And then now they kind of like me again. So maybe that could happen to you And in prison. Where you belong because you tried to your old sausage <laughs> and you shot someone. So the housing crash hit my family and I'm affected too. I had to get a part time job. 
<laughs> yeah, don't you see me here working? While everyone else is in high school, I'm over here in Brooklyn trying to survive <laughs> in this economy. <laughs> <laughs> don't you see? <laughs> I love it. The amount of times that I've said that to people and they're like, what do you mean? It's like, you don't get I love it. That okay? I, I live here now because I say it all the time. <laughs> Uh, um so while all this is happening spinner appears to be like passing out like on the couch tying a blood loss and she's like listen i'm crazy about that guy over there but if we walk out together just you and i we i you know i could tell them what really happened it was just an accident um this is convincing enough for the gunman so She's like, we, you just have to leave without the gun. Leave without the gun. We'll just leave with our hands up. So they both leave. They walk out with their hands up. And I'm like, wow, this is really short, a short, a shorter lived hostage situation than normal. Um, All she had to be was like, I'm horny for that guy over there. Okay. Haven't you been horny for somebody? <laughs> Would you want them to die? Bet, I bet, 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 I bet not. I bet not. Could not even say right. that. Yeah. Exactly. And it worked. <laughs> yes. And uh, while all this is happening, Peter and Sav have arrived. They're worried about their girls, but quickly after um, Mia and Anya show up and they're like, what's, what, wait, do Mia's voice. <laughs> what's going on? Let's make cup guys here. <laughs> uh, like, Mia! Mia, I thought you were in there. <laughs> Mia, I love you. I love you. You're my name. <laughs> like, oh my God, Peter, I love you too. <laughs> Nothing like some tragedy to bring us all together. Of course. But Jane Spinner's arrives. Really dying though. <laughs> Jane <laughs> arrives. And she's like, where's my mans? And they're like, well, Holly J's in there. We don't know about Spinner, but uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Holly- <laughs> <laughs> this is like a peak Degrassi episode. It's a hostage situation. I know. Evan walked in. And I was like, oh. watching, and I was like, "Yeah, they're 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 ho- held hostage." He's like, "Of course they are." He's like, "Of course they are." It's Degrassi. <laughs> but don't worry, the hostage situation is absolved. Uh, Holly J and the government come out. Spinner is taken away to the hospital, but. We don't have to stress long because we jump to the next day. Spinner is awake and sitting up talking to Jane in the hospital. Just fine. It's just a shoulder wound. As we all know from all these tropes that the shoulder wound is a good wound to have. Which it's not though. I'm like, it's actually like, isn't your aorta like there? Isn't your aorta like up here? Like You're carotid. Your aorta is like in the back in your abdomen. Well, it goes up to your spine, kind of. Oh. What? It's... Really? Okay. <laughs> but you have major arteries, like, in your shoulder. Oh, shit. It's not there. Yeah, so maybe I am thinking, what is that? What, is, what was it, the one you said? The carotid. The neat. Oh, <laughs> Is it the, the rotted? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm pretty sure that, like, there is one up like up near your shoulder or something so they're just like tis but a flesh wound and i'm like no he actually could die also 
no gunshot wound is like just like okay like there's a lot of really important stuff all throughout your body okay <laughs> listen as i've learned so be careful from from my two childhood faves the bodyguard and first kid starring Simbad is that when you take a bullet for someone, a shoulder is a good wound to have. <laughs> so, so you know, so. Um, fucking uh, what's his face gets me. Um, but uh, and when Holly J comes to visit Spinner, uh, Jane leaves to go get some food or some coffee. Spinner thanks her for saving his life. And this is where he admits that he heard what she said last night about being, um, uh, what did she say? Uh, what did she say? Uh, I'm crazy about that guy. Crazy. Or something like that. Yeah. yeah I'm crazy, crazy about. about. And that guy. You said a guy with her? I'm crazy about him. <laughs> You said guy who's shot and is bleeding out right now. I'm crazy about him. <laughs> Spinner, um, Spinner's like kind of like mocks her and is like, not mocks, but kind of teases her and is like, yeah, I heard what she said. Um, and we kind of get this, this pause where it's like, oh, is he going to reciprocate? And he's like, I'm flattered. <laughs> I'm flattered that you feel that way about me. But, you know, I'm crazy about Jane my girlfriend um uh-huh. and uh what's her face holiday's like yeah i get it but you know glad glad that you're okay and she's just like you know you're the one that saw me like that you knew me and you understood me and you still liked me and spinner's like yeah because you're a great person and if you let more people in they can like you too and holiday's like Oh, if I'm nice, people will like me back. <laughs> if I'm not such a bitch to everyone, people will like Buddha me. Who the Holly J? <laughs> All it took was uh, a shooter, a disgruntled, a disgruntled customer shooter, to to bring everyone around. You know, sometimes that's what you th- that's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta um, see your life flashing before your eyes, and it's like you know what I need to be nicer to people. And it exactly. works. Exactly. Um, we get to the dance, the winter dance. Um, and Connor is there. He's telling um Claire, who's also there, and a cute little I forgot what these dresses are called. They were like they were kind of like a shift dress, but they had like a kind of tight neckline. They were um like sleeveless and then it just kind of was like a drop a drop dress no uh, no or anything i forget what they're called that's is like um because it's like a swing no swing no or like i know what you mean though but i don't know what they're called but that was like a very like popular style at one point Yes, like I'm sure like some Real Housewives have worn numerous ones of them um, with a bedazzled neck, I'm sure. Yeah, Giovanni. <laughs> exactly. Um, but Claire, uh, Connor's telling Claire that Casey is upset. <laughs> I'm like, Connor has been watching like some CW shows. He's been watching the teen girlies because he tells Claire, he's like, Casey is so upset. 
because he's in like with you. <laughs> and I forgot that you could be in like with someone. So cute. Oh, yes, you can. Oh, absolutely. Um, And Claire's like, oh, my gosh, someone someone likes me. Some, so, 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 someone might like a boy might like me, which is like relatable. Get a girl. <laughs> um, She's, she was pressed. She was hype. Listen, if I listen, I was a Claire in high school. And if I finally had a glow up and then a boy liked me like at all cost, I'm fucking getting that. Oh, yeah, she was on it. She was ready. So Connor helps Claire make up with him. And so he, he decides to do the kind of parent trap set up again. And he convinces Connor to go to the sports equipment room to grab a basketball. And Casey arrives and he sees Claire. And then Connor locks them in the room again. The fact that he managed to pull it off more than once. It's like, y'all just stupid. Listen, that's on y'all. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's you um claire's like listen i know why we hate each other so much and why we fight so much it's because <laughs> this is so funny because she was like you know the reason we fight and we don't get along it's because we know that if we stop fighting we might do something like this <laughs> yes claire's been watching her rom-com she's like she's like mm-hmm. and he's she goes like, no. <laughs> She goes in for a kiss and I was like, oh my God, Claire's about to get denied. But luckily she's like, oh my gosh, was I reading this wrong? She's about to rush out the room. But then Casey goes, no, you were right. And they have a first kiss. Which is two infants. I hate it. They're like 10. I'm like, why am I watching? I don't want to watch this. (laughs) Very awkward. Um and Connor by him, Connor's by himself, and he's like, up got my parents back together all's right in the world we're gonna have thursday wrist nights once again he's like let's get together yeah 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 he's like fully like (laughs) living (laughs) exactly and the funny thing is is that the reality is that uh uh, connor's gonna go upstairs to get some snacks out of the basement he's gonna come back and casey and claire are making out on his bed and it's gonna get awkward real quick oh yeah um but he actually looks out because the same girl that really likes Risk 2 asked him to dance. And I wrote down, he found his own Liberty lookalike. Because yeah. he's like, it's just, it's Liberty without the glasses. Basically. The awkward, the yeah. awkward other brown girl. And you know, we all, we all kind of need that from time to time. Exactly. Um, While the dance, Holly shows up and she this is why this episode is so stupid because holly shows up at the dance she's not she's wearing the same clothes that she was wearing um like she's not wearing any dress formal attire she's wearing her her normal street clothes and she arrives and she's obviously looking for blue and uh while she's kind of standing around looking for blue mia spots her and she goes hey Holly J. She pulls away from Peter and does a slow clap. And then everyone starts clapping because she like saved the dot and saved Spinner. I guess. I mean, like, news travels. They're like, oh my God, she's a hero. We like her now. And again, like, yes, again, there's a there was a shooter 
she saved the day but like this this dynamic is just so feels so fake feels so forced and it's just uncomfortable yeah they're trying to do this whole like redemption thing which i appreciate you know like characters can be redeemed um it's very interesting that her redemption arc had to be her almost dying <laughs> would be like hey she's all right Listen. You know, like just a few weeks ago, you guys were like, "I hope you, we're gonna kill you, like if you die, like kill yourself." Oh and gosh, I'm like, "Oh has... no, like we don't mean it, no, no, girl, don't kill yourself. You're so hot, sexy, haha." You know, like I don't want her to die. Now. Exactly. So, like, it's a positive thing. Um, everyone had a little slow dance, and I realized that everyone's wearing black and white. I was like, "Oh, it's black and white dance." Like that's okay. Because like, what is a black and white dance? Like, oh, they just literally just wearing black and white. Okay. yes that's the theme sure and she's finally while she's still dancing with blue she's finally honest with him she's like listen i've been so weird because my family's poor and i didn't have money for our date and then i had to double down because i didn't want to be embarrassed i'm a strong independent bitch <laughs> okay <laughs> that's that's my that's my trope and then also i was in love with somebody else and i'm only dancing with you because you rejected me so i was like well you know be with the one you're with right yeah peter told me you should be with the one you're with so that's what yeah. i'm doing and they dance the night away and that's yeah. the end I, got, of I don't know what that song episode. that was i don't know what song it was playing but i liked it there was like it had like little like lock and spiels like doom, 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 doom. It, was, it was cute yeah and that is the end of i'm gonna say the end of the season because i like i said i feel like that felt like a finale but beauty we're gonna be back with episodes 19 to 22 those four episodes technically but it's a movie um and in the movie sorry am i jumping i feel like i'm jumping ahead very very quickly no it's okay yeah okay cool next week we'll be back for a very special and exciting degrassi goes hollywood also known as paradise city parts like 10 to a thousand um and the synopsis, Kevin Smith and Jason Hughes return to Toronto with an exciting offer that forces Manny, Peter, Mia, Danny, and Jay an impromptu road trip to Hollywood to help her audition. Meanwhile, Paige invites her friends to her new swanky LA job as an assistant to a snarky reality star. And this movie will, wow, they didn't even mention like Ellie or, okay. Uh, anyway, this movie marks the final appearance of Stacey Farber as Ellie Nash. Oh, aired as a two-hour film and airs, wait, aired as a two-hour film and airs as a, I don't know why it's that. Okay, ignore that part. Although it's aired as a film, it served as a season finale. Okay, so that is going to be like the actual season finale. And we have some special guest stars coming mm -hmm. up. We have Jason Mewes, Kevin Smith, Perez Hilton. Yeah. Oh my God. Vivica A. Fox. Kelly Carlson, uh, Pete Wentz, and Cassidy Pope. Wow. Yeah, I forgot Pete Wentz is in this, like, um, eating ketchup chips with Craig. Listen, this, I, this is definitely the era of my full-on fallout boy obsession, which I haven't really grown out of. So I'm excited to see Pete Wentz. <laughs> I am too. Oh my god! I, I, you know what? I actually am excited to watch these. I, we're gonna see some more. I know this one has like pages in it, Marcos in it. Yeah, characters the game's we haven't seen. Back. We haven't seen a long time, so that should be fun. 
And, you know, yeah. it's our first, like, Degrassi movie that isn't, like, from, like, high. It's, like, the first, like, mm-hmm. movie. So. Yeah. Should be fun. And then we're going to go to season nine. Ooh, new season. Ugh, uh, I, I want to. I'm going to be, like, nosy. Season nine. Who all is in there? What? Yeah. Okay. So that's when, like, the coins come, I know. I don't know who else is going to be in it. I know there's going to be some new characters, though. Yeah. Okay excited very can't wait cannot wait oh my god guys thank you so much for going on this journey with us and this was a kind of a longer one um but stay tuned be sure to hit us up on ews pod if you have any questions opinions thoughts whatever or just to say hi um but thank you all so much for listening and as always we'll catch you later broomheads Hi, Broomheads.